Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my majestic universe. This is the Pro Wrestling Zone Podcast, a majestic production, where you will hear the news and reviews of everything professional wrestling with a twist. You have never heard another pro wrestling podcast like this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And without further ado, let me introduce to you your hosts of the Pro Wrestling Zone, Tiger Height and Peanut Gallery. gentlemen welcome to the pro wrestling zone this is episode number seven we're going to be talking about a lot including hell in a cell and the probably one of the greatest weeks in professional wrestling ever honestly i am this is peanut gallery so we just got done with hell in a cell we're both not sober let's put it that way but there's a lot to go on with this goddamn pay-per-view that had four matches announced before getting into it! Calm. Now that's going to be my attitude basically through the course of the show. Great. So Also, thank you, DraftKings, for the sponsorship. We really fucking appreciate it! <laughs> okay, are you done being an asshole? Yes. Like, seriously, are you done right now? I'm, yes. I'm really not happy. Okay. But, but hey, let's, let's start, start off with a really good match. match. Because this, this is Hell in a Cell. One, Hell in a Cell had a new setup. And it was different from every other show. And I hope that is a trend that will be consistent throughout the course of everything. Hooray. Well, no. I mean, you have... You, I, mean, you, I don't care! You don't, but there are a lot of people who do. I'm sorry, but pay-per-views need to feel like pay-per-views. But when the stage is... The same, it doesn't feel like that. Okay, great. I'm excited. For what? There is nothing about this pay per view no, to be no, excited it's, about. It's not that. It's. You see, Peanut Gallery does not see that. I mean, the, the show itself was not the best. Because oh, God, it was, it, was, it, it, was, it was great until it became garbage, until it became a big heaping pile of shit. See, what happens is kind of like a diaper. You get a fresh, clean diaper on, you feel great for like 20 minutes, and then you just have to take a shit. Now, that is a personal, that's a personal experience I haven't felt when I was, hang on, I'm going to check my timer here. About 25 years? Anyway, <laughs> fuck you. So, the first match, no, I mean, when, when it's, like, a big event like this, I mean, even even if it doesn't look like it, a special event, it's like, okay, WrestleMania. Would WrestleMania feel like WrestleMania if it didn't have No, the, but this is Hell in a Cell, a pay-per-view that I know. obviously no one it's still, cared it's, about. It's, it's still a show. Okay. It's still a pay-per-view. Okay, great. So let's move hell, on. Hell, hell can, cell, can we move on to the actual matches, please? Hell, hell in a Cell is a victim of circumstance in this situation. Can we please move on to the matches? Yes. First match. I'm I'm surprised this was the first match. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks in a Hell in a Cell match for the Raw Women's Champion. This was, I swear to God, the match of the night. That was the best match tonight. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it was absolutely. that freaking good. Yep, it was. It was awesome. Yep. I mean, we. I thought that their match at SummerSlam was good. I liked it, up until the ending, obviously. This match exceeded that expectation... And went above it tenfold. Yep. It was good. It felt like it felt like they hated each other. There was a lot going on. It had a good amount of time. I mean, I think it was like, what, 25, 30 minutes? Something like that. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it was a big blow-off match, and I'm happy for yeah. it. Becky Lynch won with the disarm her. Right. Clean victory in the Hell in a Cell match. Yep. I was uber satisfied with this match. Great. It was now, great. Now let's move on to the crap in this match. No, there was there was another match that I thought was actually okay. It could have been better. 
Eric Rowan and Luke Harper versus Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Now, I skipped most of this match because I was cooking dinner. Also, yeah. this rivalry was pretty crappy. It wasn't crappy, but the thing was is that— I mean, It got too convoluted. It was a little convoluted. There was some stuff, and I hope that some of these people are actually injured. Let's put it that way. Uh, Luke Harper grabbed his knee, which looked a little concerning. And yep. after that, he was pretty much a non-factor in the match, yeah. which makes me really concerned. Uh, Roman Reigns also grabbed his leg, which, I mean, he hit the spear and he seemed to be fine. So maybe it was just a thing. Maybe, maybe. He tweaked it. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, shit, I tweak my leg when I get up in the morning. Right. I mean, that's because I'm a klutz, but still. Well, yeah. Um, But overall, I thought that the match itself, it could have been better, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. You missed a lot of it. I actually saw a lot of it. It was a good, brutal match. It it leads more to a match in the future. Right. So I think there's going to be that. It was a Superman punch, Daniel Bryan knee, and a Uh spear on Luke Harper for the win. I feel like Luke Harper was not the right person to be pinned. Maybe they have a bigger part on for Eric Rowan now. Because Luke Harper did announce his um, release, or he asked for it. Maybe that's his punishment. Right. But I thought overall it wasn't a bad match. Right. But that's just me. Obviously, you saw uh, uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan hugged, which I even told Pina Gallery. I'm like, I thought this would never be a sentence I would type out in my phone. But it was. Okay, great. So I liked it. Now that that match was over, let's move on to the crap of the show. Ugh. So, like I said, they The only, smear in the pants they, of the they, show. They literally only had four matches announced going into this. The rest of it was either announced on the pre-show or on Twitter or during the pre-show itself. Right. And this is one of them. Randy Orton versus Ali. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Ali or Randy Orton. Both of them are amazing competitors. This match should not have been on a pay-per-view television screen. SmackDown. If this match, if this match in this context was on the SmackDown on Fox, I would be okay with yep. it. Yep. Because they actually did not do the most garbage match in the world. They actually had a good match. No, but it was still pretty bad. Um, Ali's counter with the RKO with doing the handstand was really, really cool. And yep. a lot of people popped for it. But then Ali did a little gazelle thing where he like flies into the ring in a somersault and Randy Orton hit the RKO. I thought that was a cool spot. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Randy Orton did win. He gave a little like nod of respect to Ali, which is deserved because Ali's a really good wrestler. Sure. But this match was pretty was pretty crappy. Randy as far Orton, as Randy Orton looked like Andre the Giant. As far though. as any build goes, this was pretty bad. Right. Now, like I said, if it, this was on any other show, we would not have such big of a problem, but this is on a pay-per-view. Right. Like I said, I mean a lot of this is going to be that kind of a complaining is this is a pay-per-view. That if no one that on, obviously no one cared to build any matches for. Oh, what if what if Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens ladder match was on this show? Right. There's a build to it. Yeah. And that was a good match. Yeah. And I would have been fine with it. Or Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar. Even with the nine second win, this still would have been a better placement overall. <sighs> with Kane Velasquez getting into it, but we're gonna get into that later, obviously. Fuck. Alright. So Let's move on to the yes, next one. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Kabuki Warriors for the Women's Tag Team Champions. The Kabuki Warriors won with the green mist and then the kick to the head to, I think it was Nikki Cross, was it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Which I actually, I, I like lo- the heel turn. I love the heel turn of the Kabuki Warriors. Yes. They this needed is, that. They needed this so fucking bad. You have no idea. Uh, the match itself was not bad, though. Right. I thought it was a good match. I liked it. I, th- I thought it was a good tag team match. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross have a chemistry that only friends can have, and they do. Yep. And I'm very happy about that. Yep. It was good to see. Yeah. And it's good to see new tag team champions. It's good to see the Kabuki Warriors as champions. There was nothing inherently wrong about this match. No. Um, kind of random, and the fact that Paige wasn't there is weird. And you said that she was injured. I don't know from what. Maybe because I put my dick in her. But anyway. You wish. You're right. So, (laughs) now, this was originally scheduled to be a regular tag team match, but it turned into a six-man because reasons. Sure. The OC versus Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman. Do these fucking morons not realize that AJ Styles has a championship or Shinsuke Nakamura? Hang on. Has a championship. 
that they can defend? Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> there are no rivalries. They're all done. I wouldn't care if it was or was not. What, do you want to see Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles for the 10th time? I would rather have that instead of this. Well, I mean, you got crap. <laughs> I mean, you, you have you have a log of shit in one hand and a pile of crap in the other. I would rather so. have the pile of crap, at least with Cedric Alexander and AJ Styles. How about Braun Strowman and AJ Styles for the United States Championship? Ha, there is no bill to that one. Who fucking cares? I do. God, I mean, what would you rather have seen? AJ I Styles would've... versus Braun Strowman and Shinsuke Nakamura versus fucking whoever for the, for the championship. I would have rather have not seen this pay-per-view happen. I wish they push it back a week. They're not going to. No, of they've course already not. They have Crown enough. Jewel, and then there's Premier Week, which we'll cover here soon. Fuck um, this Premier Week crap. Seriously. No, it makes sense, but no, it's, it's fucking crap. Circumstance. Fucking crap. So literally, I think I missed almost the entirety of this match because no I, one cared. It was a clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck. Uh, Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman won by DQ. Braun Strowman basically knocked out Styles to promote the Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury match. Yep, which is why this match existed. <sighs> they could have done this better. Let's put it that well, way. Well, of course. They well, mean... shit. I, I could have written this fucking show better in three hours with one of my hands in my pants. Which you did. And it was actually a better show. <laughs> this is true. So, King Corbin versus Chad Gable. Now... The fact that this match happened is not my problem. My problem is that they continue to promote the fact that Chad Gable is small. He's actually not. Eight, five foot eight is the average height of a human being. He's not that short. And Baron Corbin is six foot eight. He's not very small. He's a tall human. And Chad Gable and is... And oh my god, the short jokes. I am going to kill everyone on commentary because they're short Even jokes. Even the announcer with the winner, Shorty Gable. I swear oh, to god, swear if that's to god, his name, I'm I am going to I'm going to kill every writer in WWE if that is the case. The next show will literally be an hour of me just ranting and raving of that name if that's his actual name. Chad Gable is fine. Even Gable. If it was just Gable, I'd be fine. No, but the, it's gonna... the announcer literally said Shorty Gable. And I don't know if they were in the moment or what, but fuck me. I mean, seriously, that's the best you can come up with no, for a rivalry? That's, that's, that's it? No, that's not my problem. Literally, that's my problem. My problem is that they cannot do a better thing. They've got the star power in the world to do something meaningful with these goddamn superstars. They don't do crap because guess not, what? The writers suck at their job. It's not like Chad Gable is an Olympic level Exactly. <laughs> I mean, goddammit. Like Chad said, Gable is not short. And Baron Corbin is not that honestly bad. They actually had a. Okay they just match. book him as a piece of shit, which is fine. But still, it's just like, is that the best? Is that honestly the best as far as the rivalry goes? You can come up with. I'm just gonna let the gallery is, go right now. I mean, I mean, I mean, the writers, the writers deserve to be in a match with the Fiend Bray Wyatt because the writers are that awful at their jobs. <laughs> the, the writers deserve to have a short. Dagger with curves go up their urethra. <laughs> they deserve to be on the short bus. Are you kidding me? I hope they get Ebola. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I hope so too. <laughs> no, in I mean, Saudi Arabia. Like I said, I, the match itself was not my problem in this match. Actually, I thought the match was okay. It I was okay, it. but still, the whole premise of this fucking rivalry is garbage. Chad Gable is not. Short is garbage. Like the log is shit in my pants because of how awful. In reality, this was. he is not short, and he deserves a lot better. Yep, he is such a good athlete, and he has yep. great charisma. He is. Yep. If they book him right, he will be the next Kurt Angle. Yep, I guarantee it. Yep. I mean, it should have been Jason Jordan, but Jason Jordan is a victim of circumstance at this point. All right. So moving on to the next boring fuck up. What was the next match? Oh, uh, Bailey and Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Champion. I did not honestly have a problem with this match entirely. I didn't either. Um, I'm glad that now there's one team out of the four horsemen that have the titles. Yes, Charlotte I knew Flair, it was going to move over. Win, right, Charlotte Flair did win with the figure eight, 
which makes her a 10-time champion more than any other woman in the history of WWE, who, in honesty, she deserves it. She is an No one cares about that. Okay. Well, no, it, it no, no. Does. I want to talk I about. I want to talk about the rivalry. So this the, is this is my show. Shut up. <sighs> let me let me at least finish okay. my piece. You okay. bitch about Gable for ten minutes. And I let you go. I know, but you're gonna suck on Charlotte's dick for ten minutes. So let's. Yes, let's, I will because she is that much of an amazing athlete. She deserved to beat Trish Stratus. She deserves this. She is an amazing fucking wrestler how can you not see that and it's not because she came out of rick flair's penis oh i'm not saying that she's awful i'm saying that you just give her too much praise we're not talking From about what? the wrestlers who else could have beaten bailey for this belt nobody nobody people bitch all the time that she gets all these title shots you know why because she's the best women's wrestler other than maybe becky lynch and tessa fucking blanchard in all of women's professional goddamn wrestling i'm not saying that it's a problem i'm saying that you give people too much praise and they say oh nice person nice person no 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 talk about the circumstances okay charlotte won they were going to give it to her or they were going to have the heels have it eventually in right. my in my opinion i think that the heels should have had it but no I, no fucking way but i do like how bailey kind of looked like a sasha banks there after the match was over yeah she had a she had a little temper tantrum got really pissed off which is like, i, I wonder i wonder if that was a work or if that was like irl Anyways, I think it was a work. I think they're really going to have these two just bitter bitches taking on the champions. Fuck the bitter bitches. I'm really hoping. Oh, my God. That is a great name for a tag team. Right? Instead, Instead of, of the Boston, Boston Hug, the Bitter the Bitches. bitches. <laughs> now, th this could be a scenario if done right. What if the tag team champions winner take all for both belts at Crown Jewel? That's not going to happen because it's in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I mean, there's there's this and then women, Survivor... women, women, women like them get shot in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I know. And then there's that. And then there's Survivor Series. So either way, it's a win-win with them having. But a if tag Becky match. Lynch is called the man, then will they allow her to wrestle in Saudi Arabia? These are facts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, now, the, let's move on the to the, last, the last final match. match of the night. It, it was, was the, the Fiend versus the Beast Slayer, and it was probably the most awful but greatest things I've seen all week. I am not mad about <laughs> that. Pr it pretty much sums up WWE's week. Like so that it, match perfectly personified. You you liked the lighting. I, I was bothered by it. It was the lighting. Bright, okay. It was bright ass red the entire time, and I was frustrated by it. Okay, so who the fuck is the fiend? Sin fucking Kara. Sorry. Go no. Ahead. So I like the lighting. I didn't like the circumstances the lighting was placed in, but it to me it should have been more like a a final deletion rather than like a traditional wrestling match. Because the mood was there. Maybe, but it shouldn't the, have been the for the build, belt. The build was great. The problem is is that it was for the belt. It was for the belt. And it's like, oh, they clearly don't want to take it off of Rollins right now. And even them, though Seth them, Rollins them sucks, Bray, and then putting it on Bray Wyatt, I get why he's the most talked about thing in wrestling with but, his fiend character. But they put themselves into this corner of it's a lose lose. I'm sorry, give Bray give Bray Wyatt at least five or six matches to really build up that allure of the fiend instead of one. But here's here's the thing about the feed. About damn. about this build. The build for this match was probably the best I've seen in months. I get that and that's the fine, allure but... was there. And what I liked, the only redeeming thing about this match was that the allure was not lost. However, the way in which the match ended was totally wrong. How can you have a disqualification in a Hell in a Cell match? So Please Rollins... explain this to me. So the let me at least give you some context. No, they so, already know what happened. No, they don't. Because some people don't, didn't actually watch it because they don't care. Because there were four matches announced. Let's at least be let's at least be courteous okay. to at least let them know okay. the ending. So the Fiend walks in. Bull, well, not no, bullshit, no, no. not so bullshit. Wyatt, Wyatt Ten had, stomps. He had a chair, a ladder, and a toolbox basically on his face. Rollins grabs a sledgehammer. 
about to smash it into this contraction of shit. The referee saying, no, no, you are better than this, which builds on this whole, the Fiend is getting to Rollins, which, to be honest, I liked. Yeah. I thought that moment was really, really good. But then he smashes him, and the referee stops the match. This is a Hell in a Cell match. I'm sorry. No disqualifications, pinner submissions only. Does that not compute? I'm sorry, did they no. do that with Mick Foley? No, sorry. that does not compute. That's the problem. The problem is, is that... I, I like the mood of the match, but I did not like the fact that it was an official sanctioned match. If it was like no rules, no none of this bullshit with referees. I mean, honestly, the referees don't know the fuck they're doing. I, mean, I don't. I don't know if WWE knows what they're doing. We're going to describe that later after the fucking break. Oh my god! I mean, like I said, this is why this match perfectly personified WWE's week. But great least- characters. Great builds, but crappy execution right. of nearly everything that right. you do. How can you fuck that up? At least, at least the what ending, they should have, what they should have done. The post, the post match was fine. Yeah, they they kept the allure they, of Bray yes, Wyatt as the fiend, where he puts on the mandible claw, he destroys Rollins. Rollins keeps the title. Nobody honestly was entirely buried fully. But but what, should, what they should have done was they should have had the lights go out. They should have put. Why in the title match in the first place? No, what they should have done is they should have they should have turned off the lights. Wyatt disappears, and then Seth Rollins is just left there. Like, okay, why? Well, what? I mean, okay, because that that would have built the allure pretty well. Why? How he was a disqual? Okay, so what's better, disqualification or that? I wish the match didn't happen in the first place. Okay, so you don't have that option. So I like I said. <laughs> Like I said, would you rather have that bullshit disqualification finish in a Hell in a Cell match or Bray Wyatt just disappear? And and Seth Honestly, Rollins... If, if it was between the two, the ending was right. No. A, him disappearing would have made the Fiend look like a pussy. Or a coward or something. Yes. And they don't want that. At least with this... They saved face. Yeah, where that's true. The referee was a person who stopped the match. It oh, was so not because yeah, of any so kind the, of disqualification. So, so the referee got scat on on purpose. Yes, exactly. Oh. oh. You see how this happens? Where Rollins had this fight of this is not me, but I'm going to do this because I cannot beat the Fiend. And then the Fiend attacks him, beats him up, keeps the Fiend safe. Well, well, Rollins obvious, does not lose the right. belt. They put themselves in this situation, and they did the ending that saves them both somewhat. Yeah. Rollins was booed the fuck. The crowd hated it. But looking at it now, I see why they did it. This match was made before Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman took over. This was a McMahon decision. Oh, that's true. This was a McMahon decision. And luckily, at least Paul Heyman had the had the wherewithal to do this. Right. And I have to at least give them credit on that. They have saved both guys to where Rollins can go in as universal champion. And who else is going to actually beat Bray Wyatt right now? There's nobody. He, and, cannot, and he cannot have this belt right now. Right. It would be a bad choice. And the, then the problem is, is that the next pay-per-view, theoretically, which is going to be Survivor Series, they're not going to have The Fiend lose to right. Brock Lesnar. They're, well, they're, right, exactly. I, I, they saved they saved it. They saved Wyatt as The Fiend character. They saved Seth Rollins. And they have at least a good match with Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. As long as, as long as Crown Jewel does not change that. Whoop the fuck! Well, it's not going to change the Universal title. What about WWE? Kane oh, Velasquez, Brock Lesnar. Who cares about that one? I, would, I mean, I would be okay with seeing Seth Rollins versus Kane Velasquez. I'd be okay with that. I but think that'd be not, cool. I don't think it's for the title. I know, but I mean, at least I mean, look, I think this ending, despite everybody's initial reaction, was the right move. And, and I, this is, and and, this is and, me and, being and, not. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking online. I'm looking online, and and I think that. Holy shit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm looking online. A lot of people are saying the same thing. They actually enjoyed the ending. They they liked the way in which the ending happened. It was the right move because it was the right move. It was the right. It move. was not. It was. It was not. It, they didn't like it. They just liked it compared to all the other options. I'm going to say this. 
The Fiend as a character does not need a championship. Oh, God, no. To be the credible threat that he is. Oh, no, no, absolutely It's not. like Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman does not need a championship to know that Braun Strowman is an amazing right. physical competitor. I think Braun Strowman should have the belt, don't get me wrong. But he doesn't need it. I think the title on The Fiend would be a detriment right now for the character. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, is that is just me. I okay. Mean, okay, overall, that was the end of Hell in a Cell. I think of what they had as a part of the table with Premier Week being before and Crown Jewel coming up where that is the mega show. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Premier Week. Oh, my God. God. It was. Well, I know, but this the premiere week was also bullshit, at least for parts of it. So well, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. it. At the, at the next part, we're going to go into a break. Um, I liked, I loved the first match. I really liked the last match, at least to the ending. I liked it. I liked, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this pay-per-view. I, I, I think that it should have been... It should have just not happened, but right. I mean, or at least pushed back a week. Because if it was, if it was at least was, pushed back a week, they could have done something with build up. They were gonna push it back, Adam. I know. All right, Who? well, Tiger. <laughs> let's just move on to the premiere because I'm bored of this pay per view. All right, we're, we're gonna go into a break. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
we are back. I hope you guys rubbed one off, grabbed a drink, because we are going to be talking about, I would say, with all honesty and at least with some kind of enthusiasm, probably one of the greatest weeks in all of professional wrestling. Wrong. In the last 20 years? No. How in the hell do you not see that? Overhyped bullshit. SmackDown on Fox, AEW's first show, NXT. It was overhyped, at least from the WWE's angle. Raw and SmackDown were way overhyped without much results. I get it. Raw and SmackDown are entertainment more than they are wrestling, but still, the wrestling matches were, for the most part, pretty bad. Right. They, 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 the. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying you on that, but at least notify that there was something special about the entire week as a part of professional well, wrestling. Yeah, what was All special eyes were on the product. Yeah, but what was special is that they ruined Hell in a Cell. That was special. Okay, nobody honestly cared about Hell in a Cell. I'm because sorry. of the fucking premiere on Fox the All literal right. week before. Oh literally three days before. <laughs> oh, 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 and then and then in a week they're gonna have the draft as well. That's going to be on Friday. They're going to start on Friday, which I think is weird. Honestly, what happened was that Raw and SmackDown had huge pops, and then Hell in a Cell is going to look like a piece of crap, which it was. Basically, Raw and SmackDown were the epic fart like in the morning, and then Hell in a Cell was like that little stream of shit that comes out. It, it, was, it was a fart in church. Oh, absolutely. They, so, they gave you the nicest cathedral in the world, and what did you do? Let us start with Raw. Now, the one thing, I'll, I'll only say a couple of good things about Raw, and I think that these are at least known to be okay. All right. Um, the stage was great. I okay. liked it. The pyro, I'm loving pyro back. Okay. It feels good. Um, Dominic <laughs> selling was awesome. <laughs> well, that that was that's true. He was he was so good at fucking selling. Um, I love the Raw tag team title match. I actually right. liked that match. Um, heavy machinery is over as fuck. Oh yeah. And I think they have great charisma. Um, this TV segment, I can't honestly hate because it builds into the show that they actually fucking care about. Crown oh Jewel. yeah, Crown Jewel. That's right. But there was there was some especially that um, Ricochet and Cesaro. If it was longer, it would have been an awesome match. I yep. thought for what they had was good. Okay. Let's see here. Um, the Firefly Funhouse segment was really funny. I yep. love that. AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander, it was an okay match. I thought that this match was better than their match at Clash of Champions. Um, I loved Rusev and Seth Rollins, especially the ending. <laughs> All right, so is it my turn to criticize every action, Go ahead. every segment of it? All right, well, here, give me your phone here so that I can criticize all of it. Okay, um, I'm going to at least put it up to the top. And, okay, Monday Night Raw, here you go. All right. We're only talking about Raw. Right. So, I don't care about the stage. I don't care about the pyro. I actually do like how um, Lesnar destroyed Dominic. I did not like the fact that now Rey Mysterio wasn't going to be in a title match because I thought the replacement was pretty bad. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, do, do, do. Okay, so the, the tag team match was okay. Miz TV statement was full of fucking cliches, which I really didn't care about because Hulk Hogan's a racist. And it's it's Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Like, if you're not so what the, the so, so, so what, the asshole and the racist? Yes. Team asshole versus team racist. It's still nostalgia, damn it. Fuck. Am I wrong? All right. Ricochet and Cesaro was okay. Firefly Funhouse segment, obviously, yes. Was- <laughs> AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander should have happened at fucking Hell in a Cell. Lacey Evans versus Natalia, which we saw for like the 8,000th time that no one cares about. And that was before Hell in a Cell, which was on the pre-show. And then Rusev, then Rusev should not have been in the Universal title match at all. And the ending was the best, though. Eh, it wasn't very good. I liked it. <laughs> <sighs> It was um, terrible. Okay, so that that was pretty okay, much... Now, 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 if I could criticize it, this show felt like a clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck. It felt like three different teams wrote it, and then they just smashed it together. Exactly. There's way too much happening. The matches, honestly, were way too short. Oh, absolutely. It's wrestling. It's not fucking let's kiss on stage and let's have the racist, team racist and team... 
Hootie, blah, 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 and, and, oh, my God, Randy Orton's little... <laughs> that was the best thing on the show. Fuck me. <laughs> Is this the same Randy Orton that's a sadistic viper? Now, just remember, a couple of shows ago, you thought that the drama part of wrestling was his biggest competition. It is. Okay, well, then, shut the fuck up. It is. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately... There's a reason I don't watch Raw at all, and that's one of we those had, we reasons. Had, we had to do it this week at least. There was nothing that was going to be bigger unless somebody killed somebody. Okay, and and see, full disclosure, we don't watch the weekly television shows. This was a this was a special suck. This was a special occasion, <laughs> but not this show. Let's talk about NXT. That was that. That's Matt Riddle and that's Cole. Bay that Day. was fantastic. Oh my god, that match was amazing. I was honestly surprised this was the opening match. It I was that good. It was so freaking good. It was good. good. Um, Adam Cole won, which Bay I Bay. thought was the right choice. Finn Balor comes back, which was a great moment. I'm glad Balor went back to NXT. Okay, great. Now let's move on to the next match. Um, Velveteen Dream returns. Okay. Not bad. Um, Io Shirai and Yim. I thought they had a good match. I liked it. It was all right. Uh, Io Shirai won, which was, I thought, the right choice. Johnny Gargano and Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne really shined in this match. I liked it. But Johnny Wrestling won. Yes, he did. And like Excellent. I said, it wasn't a bad thing. Because nope. Shane Thorne really established, he really established himself as a singles competitor, which he needed to do. Yes. Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae, I was a little bit disappointed, but I thought it was an yeah. okay match. It was okay. Um... I knew Shayna Baylor was going to win. I Shayna, the problem is, is that Candice Ray is not a strong wrestler, and Shayna, Shayna Baszler is so freaking good. Though. Well, the problem is that Shayna Baszler is not good enough to hold someone up who isn't good. Right. Which, um, which again is just one of those weaknesses, but it is what it is. I nothing mean, against Candice Ray, but Shayna Baszler is just heads and tails so freaking good. Yeah. Character wise, wrestling wise, athletically. Like, we've seen her shine so much. I feel like Candice LeRae was just put in a situation that she could not win. Right. Pete Dunne and uh, Danny Burch, I liked this match yeah, a lot. It was, it was not bad. Great smash-mouth British wrestling, which was needed on this show. Oh, yes. And I loved it. Pete Dunne won. Uh, Damian Priest attacked Dunne after the match, which I thought was great for him. Yep. Establishing himself moment first. That's right. how you build somebody. And also, I like Punishment Martinez. He's a really good wrestler. Who? Same guy. No, I only know him as Damian Priest. Damian Priest is a really good wrestler overall. Ring of Honor guy, really strong talent. He looks good. And I think he might be something big if they book him correctly. Yep. Overall. Uh, and then the main event, the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Champions. The Street Profits are over as fuck. Yep. Wale was annoying as all get up. <laughs> right. Can the fucking guys rap or is he just going to say, let out the smoke? Um, the match itself, I thought was, I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. It was, well, you know, after the first match, I mean, I think. They've had better matches. They have, yes. They've had better matches. Yep. Undisputed Era won with a high and low. I thought that was the right choice. Yep. Adam Cole comes out to congratulate them, and then Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Crowd loses their mind. I came in my pants. The world is good. Excellent question mark. But that was the end of NXT. Is there anything that you would criticize about NXT? No. We skipped NXT UK because it meant nothing. Well, the problem, the reason I didn't skip NXT was because NXT has always been about the wrestling. Absolutely. And there's and none UK, of the... NXT UK is the same thing, but there was something special about this NXT because it's going up against what we're going to talk about next. Well, and see, here's the thing is that it was the only show of the week that wasn't a total clusterfuck. Right. I mean, even AEW was a little bit of a clusterfuck, but... Now, do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to talk about that after SmackDown? No, let's talk about AEW right now. All right, this is the debut show of AEW Dynamite. Um, this Hooray. show, this show, I'm gonna go with the consensus of a lot of people because I agree with it. It felt it, it was a good show overall. I thought there was a lot, but 
It did not feel as special as All Out, All In, or Double or Nothing. It felt like Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Now, I'm not saying that that's bad initially, because I don't think it should overshadow bigger events such as that, which I don't think they did, and I'm glad about that. But people were expecting it to be the be-all, end-all, and I think that was the right. I think that's the wrong call overall. That's just people's consensus. Um, Sammy Guevara and Cody had a really good opening match. Yeah. I liked it. Cody won with the moonsault, which I thought was weird. Thought at least for the crossroads, there was a post match co- post match Cody a post match attack on Cody by Jericho. There we go. Good job. Oh, words and phrases. <laughs> Maybe I should have less alcohol. Okay, are we done? No, I'm gonna laugh like you. We left the same. Fuck you. See it, hell? MJF versus Brandon Cutler. It was an okay match. Yep. Uh, straight punch to the face and then the salt of the earth for MJF to win. It was what it was. Jack Evans yep. and Helico arguing with some weirdos who introduced the AEW World Tag Team Champions. The champions look really cool, um, but we didn't see them on the show because for reasons. SCU segment, I thought that was fucking amazing because they were right in front of the White House and Scorpio Sky did the Barack Obama impression, which I thought was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> also, the shirt was the worst town I've ever been in. That was really good. Right. Okay. Uh, the Lucha Brothers attacked them, which I thought was good because they're really building up the rivalry with um, SoCal and Censor and Lucha Brothers taking each other on next week. In the Tag Team Champion Tournament, at least they're building it. Um, Hangman Page versus Pac. Um, The match was great, obviously. You can't go wrong with a Hangman Page or a Pac match or a Pac. Um, Pac won with the um, Rings of Saturn. I'm surprised Hangman Page is 0-2, and and I'm surprised Pac is 2-0, but I thought the match was good. This is the... Inaugural AEW Women's World Championship match. Ryu versus Nyla Rose. Uh, we have talked briefly on episode three about Nyla Rose's situation in the given circumstance that she's in, being the first transgendered woman in professional wrestling. And we had predictions based on that fact on how this was going to go. Ryu did win. She is the first women's world champion of all elite wrestling. And you and I both came to the consensus that this was the right move overall. Um, Peanut Gallery, do you have anything to say on that decision overall on Ryu beating Nyla Rose, who would have been the first transgender woman to win a women's champion on this show? Nope. Care to elaborate. <laughs> Is that my catchphrase now? Care to elaborate? <laughs> That's my catchphrase according to you because this this was actually one of the matches that I think we should really talk about. Do you think that Ryu winning the belt was the right call? Yes. Care to elaborate? <laughs> nope. <laughs> really, you have nothing to say about this. Not really. You, we had more of a discussion during the goddamn show than we are now. Oh, I know, that was We're like, live. But that was like four days ago. Now, I'm at least going to say my part. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. We didn't have breakfast. Ha! <laughs> I made lunch. It was almost 12.30 and you bitch about the portion. So. It was good, though. It was. Ryu, as the women's champion, I am glad that they did not put Nyla Rose as the first women's champion for a number of reasons. One, she is going to be the first transgender woman to be the women's world champion. They wanted to build Ryu as the underdog to win this title. Yes. And I think that people can see Nyla Rose win this belt at any time that she wants. With Ryu, it would have killed her credibility immediately if she didn't win. Right. 
Ryu was the right call, even though the belt probably weighs more than her. I think that overall, anecdotal, as a part of the heart of the wrestling fan, who they're really going for overall, with the budget of WWE somewhat, that this was the right call. Because they wanted to, like I said, it's easier to build the monster to be the first transgender woman as the first women's champion, because WWE doesn't have that right now, against then also, this saves Nyla Rose because people, I know what they would have said. Oh, she won the women's champion because she is a transgender woman, not Nyla Rose is good. She's not great. She's getting there. She's like two years in the business. She does not deserve this belt yet. I mean, at least with Ryu, even though she's 98 pounds, she has 10 years of experience. She deserves this more overall based on merit, not based on what she has in between the legs. Are you just trying to get to the 20-minute mark here or something? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's why you're dragging it out. Well, get, I drag, I drag get, it out because get to the Get to the important. sticky. Get to the sticky. Well, Nakazawa comes down, tries to interview, but Nyla Rose attacks both of them, kills both of them. Um, Kenny Omega makes a save, which I thought was a good idea. Maybe there was going to be something down the line. Um, I'm hoping they introduce more transgender, kind of, as a part of um, competition in AEW that WWE neglects to do. But that's just me. Well, we'll see how many transgender men are wrestling as women. We'll see. I don't think there are a lot. I mean, we, we covered I, it. We I, covered I, it. I mean, those are just the ones that we know. Uh, there, that's pretty much all that there is, though. Well, right any now. any transgender. Well, right, right now, let's let's give it five years and let's see if we can say this. Okay. Same thing. Well, who knows if AEW is going to be around in five years? So <laughs> this we'll... is true. <laughs> At least it's going to the main event. We'll this cross is the... that bridge when we get to it. Right. All right. Though this is a clusterfuck of the evening. This is the main event. Um, the Elite versus Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. I'm glad that Santana and Ortiz were the mystery partners for Chris Jericho. Jericho won with the Judas Effect. Dean Ambrose attacked Kenny Omega. Who? Shit. John Moxley. There we go. I, Let's try that again. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know who this Ambrose character was. I don't know. He sounds like an asshole. So Moxley comes back from the um, surgery that he had to get rid of the rest of his staph infection that he got from WWE. Um, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Vince McMahon gave him a staph infection. I'm pretty sure Renee Young did. So, <laughs> well, hold on. He's married to Renee Young. Well, I know, but there's something called an STD. Anyway, so, yes, uh, they're building up Kenny Omega and John Moxley for full gear. So, so you know how the WWE is really quick on doing disqualifications? Yes. AEW. They didn't call disqualification once that happened. I don't understand. He let the match go. Right. Kenny Omega was attacked literally in the middle of the ring in front of the fucking goddamn referee. And yet, and then the nothing happened. the fucking goddamn referee didn't do a shit fucking thing. Right. Um, I thought the match overall was good. I liked it. Like, Jesus tap dancing Christ, ref. Uh, but. Really, the ending was the main focus of the show, where everyone came in. Dustin Rhodes, Sammy Guevara. Oh, and then also the debut of Jake Hager. Hooray! Undefeated Bellator MMA fighter, who is going to continue his career in Bellator, which I think is a smart move overall. Okay, no one cares about your opinion. But who is he formerly known as? Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger, um, former All-American. World Heavyweight Champion One in WWE, ECW Champion, United States Champion. Let's just say that Jake Hager definitely has the resume, and people lost their minds. And also, he's a lot bigger than a lot of the people in the show, which really brings some credibility, and I'm glad that they signed Jake Hager. I thought that he was super underrated in WWE. I'm glad that he's doing well in Bellator, is being undefeated. Okay. And okay. him in AEW is good. Yep. All right. So, also the um, the name of the team of Jericho, Santana, Ortiz, and Hager is called Team Bubbly. <laughs> really? Also, uh, we have a rule now: if we have to cover AW in some way, shape, or form, and or color here at the Majestic Production Studios, we're drinking champagne. <laughs> we have to have a little bit of the bubbly. We're gonna have a little bit of the bubbly. 
So, speaking of bubbly. SmackDown! Yay! The blue uh, carpet, which sucked, apparently, because the Fox people didn't know who any of the wrestlers were. Yes, yeah, so they called Alexa Bliss Becky Lynch for some reason. Yep. And they called Mojo Rawley Sami Zayn, because well, apparently you know, they look exactly the same. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's about the intelligence of the average Fox viewer, so... Who cares? Wow! <laughs> Apparently, Peanut Gallery voted for Hillary Clinton. Who? Yes. <clears throat> Mr. McMahon and Stephanie McMahon introduced the show. Um, I love... It's down. I actually, like, marked out for the stage. I thought it was good. But you didn't. You're a I don't care about the stage. I don't care about the pyro. I'm let's a little. Go on, let's, let's go on to the actual like non-matches. Opening segment: Becky Lynch comes out. The Raw Women's Champion opens up SmackDown for reasons. Okay. Uh, then the Rock comes out. King, no, King was, Corbin was, comes out first. It was boring, Corbin. It and was then King. the Rock, and then I thought they had a really good exchange. I actually like this segment a lot. It was wine. Boring Corbin is still boring though. He I got destroyed. A really good opening for the show. Okay. Wonderful. Remember, his testicles are adequate. Reasons. How do you know his testicles are adequate? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I am really Becky worried. Lynch and Charlotte Flair taking on Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, this was obviously before Charlotte Flair won. Should I have, Kanye, should I have Kanye West pray for you? Figure eight by Flair to Bailey for the win. I thought this match was okay, which I thought was weird. These guys have great chemistry, but they can't do it in a tag team match. What the fuck? Nope. I felt like they half-assed it. Yep. Obviously, that's just my personal opinion. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. The Fiend attacks. Firefly Funhouse is fantastic as usual. They had that, which I thought was fine. Hooray. Um, this is a dream match, which I would have loved to see go into full thing, but I guess not because nope. SmackDown. This match, this match should have been at Hell in a Cell, and I'm pissed it wasn't. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. The loser is fired from WWE. They made the right call on this. What do you mean? Like, I I don't ever want to see that little bitch on my screen again. Shane? Yeah. But do you... I mean, overall, the decision for Kevin Owens to win was the right call. It was the right call, yes, but it should have been done at Hell in a Cell. It should have been done at Hell in a Cell. It should have been done... In a Hell in a Cell match at oh, Hell in a Cell. Yes. That would have been so much better than or, what this was. Or a Hell in a Cell ladder match. I don't even know how that would have worked. So they're surrounded. Let's climb up. Let's climb up to the fucking catwalk and go Owen Hart. All right. Well, that's the point, is that the loser goes Owen Hart. Wow. <laughs> now, this match, I was like, why? Why? Braun Strowman, The Miz, and Heavy Machinery versus Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. Why? Oh, because random eight-man tag team match. Good Heavy old. Machinery, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode weren't even involved in this match at all. Again, fucking WWE. Just man. keep this in mind. This is this is supposed to be. This was the open. This was the season premiere on Fox Network. For SmackDown. Yeah, it really goes to show You would have thought that there would have been more thought put into it. <laughs> and you still think that WWE cares about wrestling promotions. <laughs> God. <laughs> think about NXT to worry about AEW. These guys just worrying about being on primetime television on a major network. They are. They don't give a fuck about anybody else. Of course their matches are going to suck bullshit. Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan in a lumberjack match. Because superstars. It was meh. It was meh. I thought there were some good spots overall. Well, uh, any- Daniel Bryan really pushed the envelope a little bit. I thought his little thing with um, Luke Harper was fine. Like any special team match can have some good spots. Okay. Roman Reigns won. Daniel Bryan and Reigns shook hands, and then they jacked off. All right. They did actually jack off. Well, they probably off. did after. And then the main event, which, I mean, okay, there was some really... <laughs> oh, what? Was was that actually a match that well, I, happened? Well, I, I sneezed and I missed it. This he, was he the Kofi Kingston-Brock Lesnar match for the WWE Champion. Now, let me preface I, this by saying that Brock Lesnar won. 
Brock Lesnar did win. He won in nine <laughs> seconds against Kofi <laughs> Kingston. By Kofi Kingston's WWE Championship reign. Good lord. <laughs> it was the dumbest. <laughs> it was stupid. Good lord. And and then they jack off to this the whole entire Hell of Cell pay-per-view. Oh, they did, and there was... neither, neither one of them actually showed up to that event. Kingston, Kofi Mania was dead. Let's at least put that in yes, perspective. Yes, Kofi Mania died And I knew, I knew as soon as the show, as soon as that match was announced, that Lesnar was going to beat Kingston. That's fine. I don't care about that. It was how he lost. <sighs> I thought that was a little insulting to Kingston overall. Oh, absolutely. He worked a very long time. He's a very good worker. There's nothing Give wrong. him a fucking chance. As long as he hit maybe a couple of Trouble in Paradises where Lesnar was rocked a little bit, at least a one count, at least make it kind of a but, fair but fight. But how dare you make... How dare you make Seth Rollins look stronger than Kofi Kingston? Seth Rollins isn't that good. Seth Rollins sucks. Kofi Kingston is actually a good wrestler. Kofi Kingston he is has, he has better great than charisma. Seth Rollins. Oh, absolutely. He has amazing charisma. Yeah, he better can, than Seth Rollins. So he makes, why, why he do you give... He makes chicken shit into chicken salad. I mean, so then why do you give Kofi Kingston, like, no moves and then, oh, here we go. Here's an F5. But the ending was the thing that really made the match. Uh, King Velasquez, it made his WWE debut Whoop-dee-doo. taking down Lesnar... Beating him up, Lesnar actually looked scared. It looked really good for not only him, but made Lesnar human, which I think is a good thing. They're obviously setting something up for Crown Jewel, and that was the end of SmackDown. Yep, Saudi Arabia. And that was the end of Premier Week. I'm saying that for multitude of reasons. Not because of Raw and SmackDown, but AEW. It was a Premier. It was. It still was It was still a real lackluster. The best shows of the week... Number my my favorite show of the week was NXT. Oh, absolutely! That was actually the best oh, show. Oh yes, a close second was AEW. Close. AEW was close second. There were a couple parts where they could have left out, but it was pretty close second. I liked Raw a little bit better than SmackDown overall. SmackDown was a cluster shit, and well, Raw, both of them both of them were cluster. Well, they fucks. were they were cluster shits. They weren't cluster fucks. Um, I I don't consider. Hell in a Cell to be a part of it, but... Well, Hell in a Cell suffered, obviously, because of Premier Week. Oh, absolutely. And then also the Which fact that they're really building up towards Crown Jewel, where, I mean... I, I feel sorry for all the poor suckers. It's, it's a victim of circumstance, so I'm not going to put it at the yeah. bottom. If I would put it anywhere on the list, I would put it right under AEW. Who? It was Hell a lot... Hell in a Cell? Oh, yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Well... I thought they had better matches. Well, yeah, that's true, but there was a race to the bottom. <laughs> oh, I know. It was a race to the bottom, but I think that Hell in a Cell... Hell in a Cell suffered because of Premier Week. It's... I did not say, I guess, contrary. Right. I just thought that that was better. I thought Hell in a Cell was better than Raw and SmackDown. Right. But still, WWE... You, what, what they don't understand is that people want to see wrestling. And Are you sure about that? Again. Are you sure about that? No, no. You keep. Are you, are, you, are you talking about the ratings? You're talking about. So, so my SmackDown was great on the ratings. Oh yeah, it was. It was probably. It was. It Raw was, was better in the ratings than it has been in the last ten years. Yep. The only one that did better was Raw 25th anniversary show. And so, what does that prove? That proves that Raw and SmackDown do not appeal to a wrestling audience. I don't. If if you're a serious wrestling fan, you don't watch Raw or SmackDown. If they keep with the trajectory as they did now, maybe not. Maybe they'll balance it out a little bit better. Oh look, cool Pyro's back. No one. It it's not about the Pyro. Pyro, pyro stage. It's not about the stage. People want. Keep keep in, keep in mind there's quality, and people want to see quality. Keep, keep in mind. The stuff that these Raws and SmackDowns had to compete against, where for years it had terrible writing. Right. Now, it, it cannot flip overnight and expect to be good. Right. It can't. Obviously, there are growing pains with these shows. Right. 
And I think WWE, one thing that they do is great at market research and experimenting. Right. They will find the that little click yeah. that a lot of these companies work years for. Look at Impact Wrestling right. as an example. They are now doing great. I love Impact. I think they have fun shows where it took them a minute to find that little niche right. that makes it work. And now they're doing fine. They're not right. trying to compete against WWE. Right. AEW is a victim of circumstance to where they have the money to be that competitor against WWE. But they're not going to if they're smart. I don't think they are. They're they're trying to appeal to a different audience. Yeah. And I don't I don't fault them at that. I don't fault WWE for comp- um competing for a um classical. What I think that they were, they were trying to do with these shows was to compete, and that's their problem. They were trying to compete with AEW. Yes, they were scared. This was a scared, knee-jerk reaction kind of thing, and you know it. Oh, absolutely. The thing with NXT was they were trying to compete, but NXT knows who is watching them. They're in full sale. It sounded great. It looked good. They have title matches. They understand who the biggest competitors are. Matt Riddle and Adam Cole. Can you go wrong? No. Baby. What about Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae? Could you have honestly have gone wrong? No. Not entirely. Street Profits, Undisputed Era. Great teams. Great chemistry. We've seen them in the ring before. Tag team champions. Makes sense. Credible. Boom. Let's do it. Easy. It was easy. This was an easy show for NXT Ron SmackDown had to make chicken shat chicken salad chicken salad chicken salad out of chicken shit. Did they do it? No. Not entirely, but there's potential there. I think with the presentation that they did, they have that potential. And like I said, it's a slow transition to what they want to do with these shows, with this competition. If they keep Raw and SmackDown as a part of the casual audience, they don't have to worry about it. Because really, the only night that they have to compete with is right. Wednesday. It's Wednesdays, right? Right. But no, Raw and SmackDown. It 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 for me it reinforced why I don't watch them more than anything. And and Hell in a Cell was actually a victim of circumstance. Right. I don't I don't I don't blame the show itself. I thought there were some good things about it. But I thought there, there were some... weren't there weren't a lot of good things about it. There were a lot of there were more bad than good. Right. I mean, it was it was horrible, the way in which it. I mean, again, it wasn't because Hell in a Cell was a two a two and a half hour show, which I, at least that was a saving grace. It wasn't three or four hours, but it was still just bad. Just remember, it's only nine eighteen. Sometimes we don't even start the show until ten. Well, That's nice. The show started at five and then at eight thirty, so it's three and a half hours. And at least it starts sooner. Well. Anyways, I I pretty much exhausted my rants for the night. I think I have as well. Um, overall, Peanut Gallery, if you could give Premiere Week a grade, not including Hell in a Cell, what would it be? From A to F, what would it be? I would give it a B minus. I would give it a solid B. All right. Easy. Um, we will continue to follow with like the uh, AEW tag team tournament. I ain't gonna watch any of it, but I will. I I get the news. I I read wrestling news. Now, if if there's a show that's like, or if there's a match that's really big, maybe we'll at least cover that match itself. But overall, we're not really gonna go out of our way to watch watch the entire show. I've, I've got better things to do than watch a show. Right. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll send Peanut Gallery a fifteen minute match if it's that good. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit through three, three hours, hours of raw. Of right. Raw. Oh God, no. Unless it's like literally a ten point. Unless it's like ten million views the entire time. No way. No way. Unless. <laughs> so <laughs> next week's topic: What are we going to cover? I literally have no idea. Great. Should I know it? Nope. Well, oh. because the week after, I think, we'll cover the draft. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, part of the draft because the well, no, other part is on Monday. No, no, we're, we're, we'll do both parts of the draft. So next week's topic is TBA. 
The week after that is going to be the full draft results. And, and our reaction and our reactions it. to it. Right. Um, and then eventually, I mean, really, when is Crown Jewel? Crown Jewel is the 31st, yeah. right? When is the 31st? It's a Thursday. <sighs> Fuck. All right. We'll cover it on Friday. <laughs> Can we? Because sure. we're, we're, we're moving. We're not moving on the 1st. We're moving oh. on the 15th. Or 13th, 14th, whatever. Ah, gotcha. All right. Uh, yes, by the way, we're moving. So, uh... Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, follow the channels wherever you're watching this. We're on seven or eight different platforms now. And thank you to DraftKings for being our newest sponsor. Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. Use the code MajesticBitch for nice. some – Oh, yeah, for $50 credit, which I think is really cool for any sport that you want. It could be wrestling, it could be baseball, it could be football, it could be MMA. It's going to be some football. I'm just kidding. Whatever you want, and also you get a free drawing into the $10 million draft for the playoffs for NFL coming up in a couple of months, which I think is cool. Nice. $10 million, and it's, right. a, it's, a, it's a free ballot into that bracket, so definitely go ahead and check it out. Uh, use the code Majestic Bitch for that. <laughs> Majestic Bitch. Well, son of a bitch if it wasn't short. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you guys this for watching. It's been a hell of a week. Ugh, I am not sober. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you very much. And as always, be Majestic. Oh, entire high one. Fuck. <laughs> wait, wait. Now, now, you, now you have to do the outro. Ready? All right. Here we go. And still, the majestic champion of the world. I'm holding it. I'm holding it. I'm holding it. Hang on. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Pro Wrestling Zone podcast, a Majestic production. If you enjoyed this program, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms. Links in the description section of wherever you're watching this. We are on all channels. We will be doing this once at least a week, and we will let you know when we go live. Also, if you want to support us further and get great exclusive content, including watch parties, merchandise, signings, and any and all future shows, become a patron today at patreon.com forward slash MajesticP. That again is patreon.com forward slash MajesticP. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening, or morning. And as always, be majestic.